Hey, welcome to Origin Gates podcast, Wisdom's Echo. This is Grant and Samantha Mahoney, and today we want to talk about fulfilling your dreams. Hi, everyone. So, Grant, we've been married for 25 years now, and I remember when we were courting each other, you made a profound statement which scared the life out of me, and you said, I see us having multiple streams of income. I think you even, you heard a teaching and you actually called it seven streams of income. So where are we today on that? Well, I mean, I think it's been a long journey to get to where we are. I don't, I don't think we have seven yet, but we're very close. We have at least five. Yeah. And um, I'm still looking for more opportunities. But I think it all started, you know, working for a boss and I guess having this unholy or this, no, not unholy, sorry, holy, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like discontentment, I wasn't content with just working for somebody. I wanted something of my own. And I mean, back all of those years ago, we didn't really know how to do anything. But slowly, Yahweh's taught us what to do. And I think it's about just having that dream and never letting go of that dream and and just pursuing it with everything and putting your intent out there to actually see something manifest. Mm, You raised an interesting point about starting off working for a boss and we did that for many years it's only been in the last 12 years that we've actually um, branched out and started to do our own thing and you know it, it just makes me think about your life and how your steps are ordered by the Lord like I remember when I was in school all I wanted to do was become a teacher and I didn't become a teacher however the desire never left me and I'm still teaching today and one of the things that we do one of the the streams of income that we have it is still to do with teaching but it looks different to what I had my heart set on in school I thought I was going to be a school teacher and then I actually went into administration and it's very interesting to note that the two things that God put on my heart that that I was good at which was administration and organizing things and you know setting things up and teaching are the two main things that we do in our businesses they've set us up for where we're going so you just like the word talks about Elisha and the widow and he said to her what is in your cupboard and she said I have nothing but a little bit of oil and he said well go and collect containers from all of your neighbors as many as you can get and go in your house and start pouring the oil so what is in your cupboard that you can begin to use to start fulfilling your dreams yeah i mean i think like one of the things that we faced many times was the fear fear of failure mm. and all these things would everything would be negative that came when we would start to look at starting our own business oh well i don't know how to do this oh but how are we going to get the money oh but we I don't know anyone that can help us. Oh, and everything was just always negative. And it wasn't until we broke that cycle and we said, no, we're not going to allow the negativity to come in. We're not going to allow this fear to grip us. We're just going to go for it. And almost like hope for the best. But that that's what it's about because hope, you know, without hope, you'll just feel miserable all the time. So you have to have hope. So we put out our hope and we took a chance. And I look back at that now and I'm so grateful. Like, I mean, you said... I worked 17 years as a project program manager in Mm. the IT field, and I never, ever really found any fulfillment in that. It was a job. It paid the bills, which was great. Put food on the table, roof over our our heads. heads, Yeah, but it never gave me any fulfillment. And I wanted to do something that not just blessed my family, but blessed so many around us. And I think we found that now with the things that we do now. I feel so much fulfillment in it, but it wasn't easy getting to this road, like we said, 
we worked 17 odd years before we actually started our own thing. And I think working for a boss is important because it gives you that understanding of what it's like to work with people, what it's like to be, to not be the boss, to have to follow orders, et cetera, et cetera, mm. and do a job and meet deadlines and so on, which is great because it's just a training ground. Everything is a training ground. Yeah, and as the word even says, if you're faithful with a little, he'll make you faithful over much. And, you know, I, I have had a conversation with many people who want to go into their own ministry. And I say, if you want to if you want to have your own ministry, start serving someone else's vision. Because when you're faithful to steward the small things that he's given you, then he sees you fit and competent to manage the big things that he has in store for you. So I think stewarding is a really important role in in following your vision, especially in business. Yeah, I think stewardship is so important in anything that you do. I mean, like we both served in the different churches that we attended. I was in the mission field for many years with a ministry in South Africa. And I would do the most menial jobs from cleaning toilets to mm. whatever the pastor required, I would do it. Yeah. I would drive him around. I was his driver when we went on missions, etc., etc. And I never looked at any of those things as beneath me. I just looked as them as something that I needed to do my reasonable service to actually advance. And so I think that's one of the things we have to always keep ourselves in a, in a state of humility you never think that anything's above you and I just find that when you do that what the Lord seems to do is he seems to put favor on your life because he can see that you're a good steward of your time your energy your resources and that you're not too high and mighty to take on the menial jobs and to me that makes a good leader someone that in my view leads from behind yet looks like he's leading from the front yeah, that's what a good leader is for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with regard to your scroll, I mean, we've spoken on a few of, well, I certainly have on my own podcasts about the scroll and aligning with the scroll. What, what does that look like in connection with fulfilling your dreams? I think it's important to have a vision because the vision is part of your scroll. So you, you can't just always think short term. You can't just think just about today or just tomorrow. You have to have a long term vision. And I think that's what we had all those years ago when we made those statements, we held on to those things and we've seen them unfold and it's taken many years for some of them to unfold. But I think keeping aligned with that vision and and also what we often do is we always bring ourselves into alignment with our scroll. We say, daily, Father, whatever is written for me today, let me do it. And if there's anything that I'm doing that's not written, then bring me back into alignment. And so I think it's about dropping that plumb line, the plumb line of what Yahweh wrote for you before the foundation of the earth, before one of your days were formed, coming into alignment with that because... You know, there's his good and pleasing will, but I want his perfect will. I do too, yeah. And his perfect will is what he wrote for you, the scroll. And so I find life is so easy when you're aligned with your scroll. Yeah, I just want to share with our listeners about that encounter that you had to do with the books. Because it's something that I engage with every day because I know that it's out there. Grant is an amazing seer. He sees more clearly in the realm of the spirit than he does in the natural, which is how he determines which realm he's looking into. And so one day I said to him, my love, would you please go into heaven, into that realm? And could you please tell me what is written in my book? Because I really want to accomplish everything that God wrote for me before one of my days came to be. And he, being the awesome husband that he is, he said, okay, I'll have a look. Anyway, I I 
touched base with him a few days later and I said, did you by any chance have a look at my book yet? What does it say? And he said, well, I did access that realm and I did see your book, but it was very interesting. It was like it was open on a lectern, you know, that a preacher stands behind and, and when he preaches on a Sunday. And he said, and your book was open and I went to go and have a look at it. He said, but there was an angel that stopped me from reading it. The angel said to me, this is for Samantha to pursue herself. This is not your job to pursue it. So that's our first thing out there. Don't get others to do your stuff for you. You pursue your own book. So anyway, um, he said to me that he's found a very interesting thing in that realm. He said there were many lecterns that had all of our books on. Everyone who's alive on this earth today, their books were on one of those lecterns and they were open. And there was a being and the being was oval in shape and different intensities of light from inside to outside. And this being stood at the beginning of every day. You know when the sun comes up in the morning and you see the little uh, tip cresting in the horizon. That's when the being starts to read all of our books and what Yahweh wrote in our books for us. And as the sun comes up in the morning, the being continues to read. By the time that sun is a full ball on the horizon, the reading stops. So this is a practical thing for us to engage because every morning I, I come into agreement with that book and I say, Father, whatever it was that was read over me for today that you predestined me for, I come into agreement and I give you my yes for it. So, you know, when you agree with your scroll, then the word says he gives you the desires of your heart. So that doesn't mean he takes what currently there going, I want a Lamborghini and a Porsche and a Ferrari in my garages. And he goes, okay, I'll give you those desires. No, what he's saying is when you agree with your scrolls, it says he gives you the desires of your heart. He puts them in your heart to align with your scroll. Yeah, I just love that. I mean, that encounter was so special because what it made me realize is that you know, when we come to the earth, we forget everything about that life before when we were with Yahweh. And these beings read our book over us every single day, trying to call to remembrance who we truly are and what we truly call to be. And so it's so important to align with your scroll. It's just, I mean, I found my life become so much easier since we've started doing that. For sure. So, you know, when you're seeing into the future, don't just look, as Grant said, till today and tomorrow to see what's, you know, what's there. Start engaging long term. So if I ask you, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Take a pen and paper and start writing down everything that's in your heart, even if it seems so ridiculous, like it's not accomplishable. Is that a word? Anyway. Write it down, you know, because maybe God is starting to give you bits that come out of your scroll that he wants you to fulfill. Never forget he's the one that equips you to do everything. And I think it was like 18 years ago when we were just leaving Ireland because we used to live in Ireland. And Sam said to me, she had an encounter with the Lord and the Lord said, you will be back in Ireland by the time you're 50. And that is not long from now, a few years away. Three years yeah. away. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? We are planning for that. We are not just sleeping on it. We, we're not just resting on it. We have plans in place mm -hmm. to see that that's going to happen. So it's so important to do that, to write these things down and to remember what you always said and then to pursue it. Don't just leave it there. Actually do something practical about it. So yeah. I just love the fact that you can do that. And so I want to encourage all of you guys that are listening, whatever your dream is, put plans 
um, in place so that you can see yourself fulfilling that dream. Small steps. Every small step will eventually get you to where you need to be on that journey. But if you sit still, you're never going to move. Yeah, that's it. So just to summarize a few important points, have your vision. Write it down. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Ask the Lord, what's on my scroll? How do I engage with my scroll? How do I accomplish these dreams that you've put into my heart? Fear is another thing. Don't fret the stuff. You know, he's put everything that you need to accomplish it. Another important point maybe you can talk to is working with others. You know, that it's important to find someone who has the same heart as you for kingdom purposes. I think, I mean, you've heard us talk about this so many times, but for us, relationship is everything. Yeah. And because, you know, we just individuals, me and Sam, and we have these businesses, there's no ways they can prosper and thrive with just the two of us because we can only do so much. We have limited capacity. And so you have to find people that you're in relationship with that can literally catch the vision that you can work alongside, people that you can trust. That's why it must be out of relationship. Yeah. And then what happens is when they're serving your vision in, in this thing or your dream, then what begins to happen to them is a vision or a dream gets birthed in them. And then your role is to support them when they want to launch into their vision and dream. And so that's what I find wonderful about the kingdom of Yahweh. It's never just about you and your little thing. It's about the greater thing. But somewhere you do fit. You're a part of that puzzle. Mm. And it's so important to work together and begin to find those people, the people on the same tribe, the same heart that you can begin to function with and work with. And and we're, we're just so blessed to have such an amazing group of people around us. But it's taken us, once again, years to find those people. Yeah. Lots of hurts along the road and and bumps and whatever. But but here we are today with an amazing group of people that we are co-laboring with. And we're having a massive impact in the earth, which is just unbelievable. I love it. Yeah, and the, I guess the final thought on following your dreams, and we discussed this in a previous, previous podcast, is trading. Trading your first fruits. Yeah, trading is so important. It's something that Ever since we heard about the teaching on trading or teruma, as it's called in Hebrew, which means first fruits, it's literally changed our lives because we used to tithe, but we never ever saw the benefit of the tithe because we didn't understand it. But when we started paying first fruits or teruma, it opened a flow of our lives and that's never stopped since then. And it is absolutely amazing. So out of all of our businesses, we we trade or we pay to room out of them and we trade, uh, which yeah, is above to various fields. Into various things. Mm. And so it's awesome to see the blessing that Yahweh's poured on us. Well, bless you guys and thank you for listening. Thanks for your time. See you next time. Remnant Rising, our new school for the future generations has just opened. This school is for the younger generation of sons that want to grow in their relationship with the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. If you are interested in signing up then please go to www.thefoundationnest.com and click on the Remnant Rising link.